are just now joining. We are going live here. I'm waiting for the um, the live stream to start on all platforms. So bear with me one moment. All right. My name is Tucker Johnson, and today I am doing a pop-up live stream here with a special guest. As usual, I've been able to find a, a, another victim to bring with me into these <laughs> live streams. And we have Yuka Nakasoni joining us today. I think many people are familiar with Yuka, but I'll let, let her introduce herself. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Yuka? Hi, good evening from Barcelona. Uh, thank you for having me, Tucker. My name is Yuka Nakasone. I'm, um, I'm a globalization localization director at Intento. Um, it's an AI MT curate, uh, curating platform company. And um, uh, myself, I've been in this industry for about 25 years. And I did a lot of things, and uh, I love technology and innovation and languages and cultures. So this is the globalization and localization industry is my place to be. Um, and I'm Japanese, but I'm based in Barcelona. My family is Franco-Japanese, meaning... Uh, not even Spanish. Franco-Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Franco-Japanese so, based in Barcelona. That is quite yeah. the. That is quite the mix. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. It's like a, a living in a bubble. You know, yeah. you you're not living anywhere, but right. everywhere. Right. And today, today we're going to be talking about uh, professional growth uh, during digital transformation. You have, mm -hmm. uh, you've spoken a lot about this. You, you speak at a lot of conferences. I think you just spoke yesterday. Uh, what was your, your, tell us a little bit about the presentation you gave yesterday. Was it yesterday oh, or yes. two days ago? Um, yeah, no, no, no. It was yesterday. It, it was at the XCLF uh, uh, Summit online. Um, I was invited to talk about uh, future of localization. Of course, because uh, Intento is a very futuristic company uh -huh. and we are doing something that nobody did. Nobody kind of um, haven't, hasn't done yet. And we are, we are doing more new things and bringing in some new, new technology and new concept. And... And of course, I am one of the faces of uh, innovation because I've been doing process innovation challenge for about three years right now. Mm -hmm. So um, that's the reason why I talked about future of organization. And um, my point was that uh, people think that that 2020 was difficult for everybody, right? For right. you. Right. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was uh, difficult for you as well, Tucker. Oh, it's difficult for everybody. It's difficult for yeah. me. It's difficult. If it, hey, if it's difficult for me, it's definitely difficult for my employees, <laughs> my wife, my kids. It's difficult for everybody. And you know, we've been talking a lot about this um, at the organizations I work with. Is mm -hmm. how do you um, and during COVID and as things mm -hmm. are changing, how how do you continually um, 
make sure that you're prioritizing yourself, that you're prioritizing your personal growth and your professional growth. Um, What is the role of the company in that? What is the role of the individual in that? Because everybody has has their part to play, right? Yeah. But um, you certainly have... um, some things to say about this and we yeah. actually have some some bullet points to go through here um yeah. you have three tips essentially um to keep it simple um to, yeah. to share with people and the first here is fully embrace agile what does yeah. that mean to you what should people be doing to fully embrace agile so we talk before we we went into COVID. uh digitization was a fully on, you know. The point yesterday was that people think that that this is this is new, this is disruption, this is um, as if something very, very novel, but actually digital transformation was fully on before COVID, right? So right, it was just right. an accelerator. Yeah. And it's 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 really hit us because the speed of transformation accelerated, right? Mm-hmm. And before we went into COVID, we already changed from waterfall to agile. Do you remember? I, so we yeah. are already talking about continuous organization. For those of us uh, old enough to remember the switch yes. between waterfall and agile. Yeah, yeah. Like you or me, yeah, of course. Yeah, those of those of us that are old enough to remember that switch are probably old enough to um, also still be talking about agile as if it's like actually a new thing. Yeah, <laughs> that we should be talking I know. About. I know. So, anyways, uh, we talked about agile process in, for example, the uh, development uh, department, mm-hmm. engineers. Uh, blah blah blah, but actually, this needs to be embraced by human beings. I mean, uh, my take is that change is difficult for human beings. I mean, change. I, not, I, I would agree we, with that. We are not talking about transformation changes, like superficial transformation, like changing your your process, changing your your habit, like having tea instead of coffee hmm. in the morning it's right. it's not it's not obvious it's not easy right even even small changes yeah are hard. sometimes especially so, small changes are hard yeah. harder for people like big changes yeah. big changes people can rally behind the flag they can say all right this is a big change i need to uh accept this i need to embrace this i need to yeah. move forward based upon you know this change and sometimes that's actually easier than the small changes because the small changes are oh. the ones where we can convince ourselves like ah eh, we don't need to do anything and they pile up yeah maybe right. yeah yeah so yeah and these big changes like transformation is a big change because uh, it's uh, transformation means that there's something inside is changing. I mean, belief system is changing. Something like foundation is changing, not just superficial change, right? So digital transformation is, by definition, difficult and challenging. And how can we we have to take it? Maybe fully embrace agile meaning that we don't expect to be perfect 
uh, agile development, uh, agile uh, process um, aims to just throw in the product into the market, right? Even if it's not perfect, we, we get feedback and then improve. Then next sprint, we're going to, to improve and uh, throw the improvement into market. That's budget system. Yeah, and we, right? we use this a lot just to, to reiterate there. Like we use this a lot here at NIMSI, this try fast, fail mm -hmm. fast. You know, you can call it agile. We call yeah. it actually, we, we have a special name for it. We call it the honey badger approach what? because, yeah, the honey badger approach. I have a stuffed honey badger here somewhere. Wow. Maybe, maybe my kids got it. But um, because of that viral meme video where honey badger don't <laughs> care, right? So it's kind of an inside joke here at NIMSI that um, when we say, we've turned the word honey badger into a verb. You see there's a little honey badger on the screen here if you're watching live. And we've turned this word honey badger into a verb. So we're just gonna honey badger this. And what we mean yeah. by that is try fast, fail fast. Throw yeah. stuff out there, see, see what sticks and what doesn't stick, you know, cut investment and move on. Right? We, exactly. we have multiple irons in the fire. In this yeah. day and age, in an agile world, it is not enough to be working on one initiative at a time. Mm -hmm. right? You need exactly. to be working on three, four, five initiatives at a time um, because not all of them are going to stick, so to speak. Not all of them exactly. are going to work. Yeah. So that's what it uh, means to me. Yeah. It's it's totally like a Gary V kind of word. You know? He's it's, tackling so many things. And exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, fails, exactly. it fails. <laughs> so that that's what I mean, like uh, fully embrace agile, exactly what you said. But personal level as well, the company should be embracing this or department mm -hmm. or team. But you really have to embrace this as a as a as a as a professional if we talk about professional level, because for example, I have a system, um, a, a, a sprinting system of two weeks. So I okay. do it. Like I I I put my 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 goal is uh, like in a quarter based basis, but my my project and tasks are uh, put into the two weeks terms. And then at the end of the two weeks, I have to look back and feedback and uh, reflect what I have to do, do, do more, do less, stop doing, start doing, the, all that kind of stuff. So this is what I mean in at the, professional human level we can embrace agile in this way right and yeah. it's yeah it's always interesting to me because a lot of these uh these concepts these methodologies these these things um out there these processes that are meant for organizations they're meant for companies a lot of the principles can be applied at the personal level right exactly. so this try fast fail fast stay open pivot quickly um kind of two ways of saying the same same thing let me go to the slides here i kind mm -hmm. of two ways of saying the same thing um because it's, it's this whole concept of don't be afraid to fail don't exactly. you know one thing i say all the time is don't be afraid to grow up in public because we're all growing up um still i don't care how old you are you're still growing <laughs> up um i never got like my official signed adult card when i turned 18 or 21 right um so i'm still growing up and the difference today in, in this day and age in, in a world of digital transformation is 
that everything is public. Everything yeah. is public. So if you're yeah. growing up, that means you're growing up in public. So yeah. get used to that. Be okay with it. Make mistakes. Do embarrassing things. Say stupid stuff. And um, yeah, hope for the best, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been working all right for me. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what I love. What I love about Intento is they, they fully embrace this. They, they, they move very quickly, very fast, and uh, CEO, CEO embraces embrace uh, this, uh, you know, you can, it's okay to be, to, to fail. Yeah, and tell me a little bit yeah. about, um, for those people that may be watching this or listening, um, talk a little bit about what is Intento and um, what do you guys do over there? Because it's really interesting. It's really fascinating for those. Yeah, I mean, in, uh, from people in the industry, uh, maybe maybe you look at us about uh, uh, like um, a machine translation engine company. But it's not a machine translation engine company or even machine translation company. Uh, uh, Intento has a, a, a U.S. patented platform which um, curate, aggregate, you know, aggregate and distribute, curate AI engines okay. into, uh, to 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 different uh, different. Uh, let's say platforms, softwares, uh, software, um, applications, and all this kind of stuff. So what Intento does is help company to use uh, many AI engines to deliver what each department of function needs. Meaning, if localization team needs uh, machine translation engines, um, different machine translation engines uh, for different purposes, uh, the platform can curate uh, multiple engines and output. So it's kind of like the, the answer for somebody who wants to start perhaps using machine translation for, for their organization, but maybe is doing multiple languages and is not really sure where to start. And we get that question a lot here at NIMSI, like, oh, yeah. which, which engines should we be using? And, you know, typically our standard answer is go talk to the guys over at Intento. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of their gig. So if you're out there and um, you have questions for Yuka or anybody on the Intento team, I'm sure you can reach yeah. out to them. Yeah, but please. let's uh, let's get back to to our presentation here. We were talking about fully yeah. embracing agile. We're talking about you know try fast, fail faster, um, fail big, fail in public. I, I would say. <laughs> um, Number two is build and nurture relationships. Um, so in your top three tips, this is number two. So it must be important if it's yeah. one of your top three tips. Why is it important in an age of digital transformation to build and nurture relationships? That seems counterintuitive because yeah. technology and relationships can, can be at odds sometimes. Yeah, but, but you know, I mean, this was kind of the tip I got when I started out this uh, localization endeavor 
in Boston in 1996, 97, um, the CEO then of the company called International Communications once told me that localization is total people business. Hmm. You really have to 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 build and nurture relationships. Who was it that said that to you? You said someone said um, that to you? Uh, Roger Janti. I don't uh, know if you... I don't know. I don't you know him or not. He's closer to you right now because uh, he's in Oregon. He oh, moved okay. from uh, Boston to Oregon. Yeah, he's retired. He's from me here in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, he... I, I'm sure he's not he, the only person to say that, though, because yeah. it's true. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, he, he, he told me... Uh, going to to once your company, um, I was uh, I was in Tokyo with him once uh, visiting uh, MSKK Microsoft Microsoft uh, right. Japan because we are doing lots of Microsoft uh, localization from Boston, and uh, it was interesting because uh, there there are lots of business units, and the same exact team was set to be excellent. You guys the best, or right. you suck. You know, so <laughs> I was puzzled by the by the end of the by the end of the day. But he was saying that that the quality when 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 the clients say quality issue, you can be sure that like ninety five percent of the times it's communication issues. Right, right. It's yeah. when when. When the because communication to, to your point, I've breaks. also yeah. seen um, projects where it's like the same client, they send the same project to two different yeah. vendors and they say, this vendor is was way better than this vendor, right, from a quality perspective. And then you find out later that it was actually the same translator that worked on it. Or yeah. even I've heard stories too where it was the same vendor, like literally the same person with using different names translating for two different projects and quality there's such a perception quality is so perception driven right yeah now there is such a thing as good quality and bad quality i know enough to know that to know that what i don't know enough to know is where to draw the line <laughs> between yeah, good quality i know and quality. it's you know my my mentor is bruno hellman from okay. uh, ikea yeah. right now mm -hmm. and he always talk about effectiveness there's no right. such thing a, a, or good or bad. Mm -hmm. it's, if, if it's effective, it's good, you know. So yeah, does it, does it accomplish? Does it accomplish the intended goal? Right. And exactly. If the intended goal is just to get the message across. It's a help document or something how to. Then machine translate it. Who cares, right? But if yeah. the intended goal is that someone's going to be turned on for lack of a better expression by the message by some marketing translation and choose to click and choose to buy then quality means something completely different but we exactly. digress we digress you get two localization <laughs> people together and we're going to end up talking about quality but quality. we were talking about building and yeah. nurturing relationships yeah. so and you were telling a story and i interrupt you as usual yeah no I'm no gonna no interrupt so no 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 it's okay so anyways the the uh, i mean uh, we really have to embrace the team, teamwork in this uh, digital world. You already experienced how important it is to communicate with the team, team 
uh, even if it's uh, online, even if it's uh, by phone, to produce something. Otherwise, we can't do anything. I mean, by ourselves, we can do so much. I mean, so trust team, but you have to be trusted as well. To be right. trusted, you have to be accountable. Yeah. You know, to be accountable, you have to use discipline. So here comes that, you know, you could preaching that, of course, you, you have to trust uh, your teammate, but you have to be trustable, trustworthy first, you know. Then we have to polish ourselves, uh, practicing discipline. And, of course, we trust team, but let's 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 create a great team being accountable by yourself right so but but um and i think these ideas of uh shit happens yeah shit does happen (laughs) so when when it happens don't take anything personally like if you you get any feedback you got this was not good I, I can't really take it personally, but I have to to think about the the like I said the the feedback loop that what did I do uh, where did I make mistake if I make made mistake or or was it the process or you know uh, don't take anything personally but just take the feedback and of course. You have to do your part that you have to help other people to to do that. So help others, not just look at yourself. So that's the key to to work in in on a team and produce a result. This is what I think. That the reason why this is the second. I I, I absolutely agree. Um Oh, Renato says that um, blah, 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 says I should restart. Well, I'm sorry, guys, if you're on LinkedIn. Sometimes LinkedIn, FYI, uh, LinkedIn, when we go live, LinkedIn's not very good at live. Sorry if there's anybody from LinkedIn watching this, um, but it's, it's, it's true. And Renato says that... Um, this isn't showing. So if you're not able to watch on LinkedIn, don't worry. We'll post the video afterwards. Um, but getting getting back to this, I, I want to talk about these, these two last points here about don't take anything personally and look beyond your belly button because I think these are actually very related because mm-hmm. not taking things personally is hard. And, but one of the thing, one of the ways that I found to um, help me not take things personally is this idea of looking beyond your belly button, which is simply um, looking at others, seeing, asking instead of like, how can I, you know, how can I adjust myself or how can I not take this personally? You, you shift your focus onto others and say, how can I add value to others? How can I go out there and help other people? And yeah. that's actually one of the most powerful tools for not taking anything personally, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for example, if uh, if you are put in another task, like saying that you got maybe you have to do this instead of this, or you're dismissed from something, when you think of the objective of a company, objective of a team, maybe you can understand the decision comes from 
the bigger place than yourself. You know, so that's the place you have to 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 look at when you get a kind of the things that upsets you, for example. Yep. yep. Yeah. Let's let's move on to uh, point number point number three here, which is practice a growth mindset and a wow brain. What wow is a brain. wow brain? I've never heard wow of that brain. before. Never heard of it before. Uh, Tell okay, us about it. So, yeah, um, I have um, I have a mentor coach, such coach, um, uh, the professional coach uh, called Todd Hellman. He's based in New York City, and uh, uh, he's a peak performance uh, trainer and coach. And he preaches this well brain, uh, which is very similar to gross uh, gross mindset. Do you know growth mindset? I want to say yes, but I'm not sure. Okay, Tell me about so, growth uh, mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just quickly. It, it is a, a mindset um, um, proposed by Dr. Carol Dweck. Um, uh, basically, there's two. One, one group is gross, uh, the people with growth mindset who believe that we can learn anything. Yeah? We can and learn anything we or can. we can't? We can. Okay. We can. We, we are able to learn anything. And the other group is fixed mindset. Um, they, they believe we can't learn. We, we have a limiting capability or capacity to do something. So... I can't do this because I, uh, I I can't learn to do that. Yeah. So when you when when you yeah, have you growth mindset, cultural? do you think it's a cultural differences between this? Um, no. Or is it just a personal difference? I I think they are personal because I I mm -hmm. saw I'd both so. people in mm -hmm. different cultures. Maybe there are tendency to uh, in sure. this. Yeah. yeah, in this culture, maybe m m people more more gross mindset type or more fixed mindset. But anyways, that that's the 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 the, the definition of gross mindset. Um, of course, the people who has gross mindset um, are really capable of hitting goals because when I where when when they get some kind of assignments that defies you, that challenges you, they go figure out to how can I make it happen? How can I learn? How can I do that? You know, more likely you're going to achieve. Right? And right, this right, right. is the, the the gross mindset. And while brain that Todd Hellman teaches us is a little bit of this, but um more specifically, when you when you when you execute something, when you want to do something, we have to look back first, and then look up. Meaning, okay. uh, we have to recognize our wins all the time, so we okay. we we can be self motivated to go farther. All the time, because uh, Im imagine if you're you if you're walking toward a, a summit of a um, a 
a very high amount. If you're always looking up and feeling like, oh my God, there's so many miles to go still, you, you, you get tired. But if you go look back, like if when you stop, you just look back and say, wow, that, that's why we say, wow, brain, wow, we came so far away. Look at that, we achieved all this and look up. This is where I want to go. There's a, it's very subtle, but this subtle movement of looking back and taking notes of all the wins and recognizing that we achieved this, I achieved this, makes lots of difference in your performance. Yeah, that, that so, makes a yeah. that makes a big difference. And I can say like the way that I do that is mm -hmm. I have like a daily notebook, like to do yeah. list. And you know, every morning I'll sit down and I will put my my items, my action items for the day in there. And I will always put some action items in there that I've already done. Right? Yeah. Meaning like I will literally write down make the bed. And then I'll cross it right. off and I'll write down, yeah. like brush my teeth, cross it off. Right. And yeah. the reason I do that is I, I didn't know it was called wow brain. Right. But yeah. um, it's because I want to be able to look back and say, wow, look how productive I am. Right. And it's these quick wins, these low hanging fruits that are, are very, very motivating. And when I'm working with a team or an individual, a person who's having feeling stuck, including myself, then one of the best pieces of advice I can, I can give them is, you know, get some quick wins, focus, yeah. focus on a project. Cause, um, yeah. you know, if I'm working with someone, I'll assign them something very simple. Like if I have a team member that's struggling with this and just feeling struck and say, Hey, here's, here's something new. It's a new assignment you haven't done before, but it's very simple. And can you get it to me? And the point isn't because I need them to do something. The point is because mm -hmm. I want them to taste what it's like to feel that success. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah, exactly. And you know, some people, some people keep uh, a journal to jot down all the wins along the way. For example, the, the, the most famous examples I know is, I don't recall the name. Uh, Levi's Jeans Company's uh, uh, president or CEO, the first one who who grew the the brand. Brand was it Levi uh, or Strauss? I don't I, know. I'm out of ideas. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I I don't remember. Uh, but he kept a journal jotting down all the all the wins, and um, when he came to a point that he was. Uh, demotivated or, or depressed or you know bad days he pulled out the, the journal and and saw all his wins you know along the way and kept going so it's not it's not his uh, you know um uh, uh, his invention it's it's something that works in this kind of uh, situations like professional work and hey, whatever works, right? And what yeah. works for one person might not work for another person, right? Yeah. And which kind of brings us to our last point here that 
you had, which is lead by example <laughs> by practicing all of these. How important exactly. is it? Why is it important to lead by example, especially in, in this area? Oh, because, uh, I mean, preaching things doesn't make people move. I mean, you have to inspire. Okay. You have to inspire people, right? And the only way you can inspire people is by doing that and by by being an example or by showing it. I mean, I had a localization team and the only way I could motivate them was being motivated myself, right? And talking right. passionate about our work. And I did this kind of... Uh, two weeks uh, sprint with my team as well in my previous uh, company, Beer Blue. Um, of course, I did all these steps. For example, uh, in two weeks, I, I jotted down all the wins of the team to share with them. So right. I, I really have to, to lead, for example, and it works, it works. can't hear you oh i'm sorry that's because I was, <laughs> I was just saying it does work right it, it does work i i can attest to that and we do need leaders do need to be lead by example especially in areas like this and one of the challenging things though and we touched on it a little earlier is you know even leaders suffer from burnout even leaders can get very afraid and react poorly um, or re not react that great when it comes to issues of change management, right? And leaders are usually the ones, inst you know, instigating the change. They're usually the ones, you know, that are causing the change. Um, but that having been said, it's it, it can be challenging um, for an organizer that um, places too much, uh, I want to say, emphasis on i want to say like a cult of personality with one or two mm -hmm. charismatic leaders and we see this a lot mm -hmm. like with startup culture out mm -hmm. there and you know mm -hmm. say what you will about startup culture there are some interesting characters in there and i think a lot of companies are built around you know one you know one leader mm -hmm. and then if that leader's management style changes or um becomes no longer relevant for the company depending mm -hmm. upon where they are in their growth cycle or their their, mm -hmm. their startup cycle yeah or yeah. just um if that manager or if that founder ceo leader mm -hmm. goes away right mm -hmm. then it, it can mm -hmm. be it can be a big shift but i always do say you know culture comes from the top culture comes yeah. from the top always and if, if you want to understand what is the culture what is the general sentiment on a team look at the team leader if you want to yeah, understand true. what is the culture of a company, look at the CEO exactly. of the company. Yeah. So I can't agree more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for leaders out there, this is particularly important. Mm -hmm. Take care of yourself. Right? Exactly. And, you know, let's go back to the point, too, that leaders can be in a position of struggles as well. But right. what we can we can deploy is our support system. I, I have a very good support system that I can I can people that I can call in confidence. 
So and that, that's, and that's you, you have important. to, yeah, you you have to cultivate that kind of relationships. Yeah, which, right? which brings us to that last uh, yeah. second point, right? Second which was point. cultivating relationships, especially yeah. especially in our industry, and whether that's exactly. with a coach, mentor, friends, colleagues, bosses, yeah. ex bosses, ex direct reports, it doesn't matter, right? I, exactly. I, because people talk to me all the time, like, oh, um, I, I, I need a coach. I need a mentor. I say, eh, you don't need a coach, right? Let's, let's start right there. You don't need a mentor. Like, could you benefit from one? Sure, right? But um, that comes in many different shapes and sizes, many different shapes yeah. and sizes. And sometimes, yeah, not often, not, not most of the time, but I, I do see it happen. People looking for they're looking for a coach or they're looking for a mentor, like an official mm -hmm. mentor type capacity. And they have really good mentors in their immediate surroundings. Mm -hmm. Like I know because like their colleagues, their bosses, um, they're really smart people. Um, and you know, my, 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 my advice is always, you know, start, start at home, you know, start yeah. learning what you can from home. Um, learn if you have a manager learn everything you can from that manager and you know eventually you're going to run out of stuff to learn if you're a quick learner mm -hmm. right yeah if you report to you know, the same manager for five years you yeah, might run if, out of stuff if, if you don't like that, that manager you can you can also learn he can be a he or yes. she can be a a, a, a bad example of, you know like not to do so you can always learn. I've learned that, a lot yeah. from bad managers. Perhaps I've, I've learned more from bad managers I've had than from mm -hmm. um, the good managers that I have. <laughs> but, you know, I will also say this, though. Is the older that I get, the more understand. I want to say forgiving, but that would imply that they deserve they've done something that needs to be forgiven and i don't want to imply yeah. that um but the older that i get the more understanding i want to say i am mm -hmm. of my past bad managers right mm -hmm. because it, it's kind of like as you get older you get to a yeah. certain point where you realize oh my my parents actually uh yeah i i get it now <laughs> right like yeah, i didn't understand I how difficult it was but now that i'm yeah. a parent Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Right. And it's kind of like that same with uh, um, yeah. leadership, in my opinion. Yeah. Like the older you yeah. get, the, the more you appreciate good leadership and the more forgiving you are of um, less than good leadership. Yeah. And you're more empathic. You know, you, you, you have yeah, more empathy. capacity of empathy. The curse of empathy. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Life would be yeah. so much easier if you could just go through it as a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> not caring who no, you pissed off. No. Wouldn't it be easy? It would be so much no. better. Yeah, but let's face it, it'd be so much easier not having to care. Not having to care what oh people God. think. But no, yeah, but uh, people around 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 him or her are going to suffer. So yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, we're coming up. It is it is getting late. We've been doing this for yeah. going on an hour now. We got a little bit of a late start. Um Technical difficulties on LinkedIn. If you're listening on LinkedIn, I apologize for this. We've just switched systems here. 
and I didn't realize that we were going at 60 frames per second. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Thanks for joining if you joined us. We'll make sure to um, throw the, the, the big video up there. But Yuka, any closing thoughts before we, we wrap it up and let you go kiss your kids goodnight? Um, yeah. Mm, closing thought. Uh, let's do it together. We are all in this together. So, you know. Oh, I thought you meant and I'm, me. uh, I was, Okay. I was like, oh, wait, we're going to do it together. <laughs> I mean, like everybody. everybody. Yeah. So don't be, don't be alone. I mean, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Just reach out. Yeah, and I'll, I'll second that. Um, there, there are beautiful, beautiful communities springing up over the last twelve months. You know, as Yuka mentioned at the beginning of this livecast, uh, twenty twenty did not cause digital. What, what is it? Transformation? Digital transformation. transformation. But it sure as but. hell did accelerate it, right? So there are a lot of beautiful, beautiful virtual communities um, for anything that you're interested in. If you're interested in localization and machine translation, there are clubhouse rooms to talk about that. There are LinkedIn groups. There are loke lunches and loke pubs and loke drinks and loke desserts and loke whiskeys <laughs> i don't even know there's so many lokes out there um take advantage of it I, I highly recommend it to you guys so with that i think i'm i'm gonna play us out here let me um oh let me do this uh really quickly need to go through thank my sponsors here nimsy insights uh we are a market research and consulting company specialized in the language services industry for those of you that aren't familiar with Nimzy, I highly recommend you go over, check it out, Nimzy, N-I-M-D-Z-I.com. Go over and check it out. We've got a lot of good information. A lot of it's free. Some of it's for our clients. Um, likewise, Intento. Plug for Intento here. If you have mm -hmm. machine, que machine translation questions, you're trying to figure out what is the best engine to use for me, how do I better leverage AI um, mm -hmm. in my workflows, uh, Talk to the guys, talk to Yuka, talk to the guys over at Intento. Or you can talk to us. You can talk to me. But I'm just <laughs> going to tell you to go talk to Yuka. So save yourself. Save yourself a step in the process. And with that, I will say thank you all for joining. Um, if you're interested in joining one of these in the future, reach out to me. Um, I'm always looking for my next victim. Thank you very much, Yuka, for being that victim today. <laughs> Thank you very much for inviting me. It was fun. Thank you. All right. And with that, have a wonderful day.